Warning, the Catholic Man Show is about to begin. If you're looking for a dull, feel-good religion, or clap your hands, sit around the campfire kumbaya, you've come to the wrong place. We are dealing with toxic levels of authentic masculinity. I would say good luck, but luck is for pagans. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, coming straight from fresh off of Oklahoma's Catholic Men's Conference in Norman, Oklahoma. Here with David Niles in studio. Dave, 950 guys, over 800 confessions. That conversion rate is is one of the best I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, that's pretty good for having a large group of men. That that ratio is that what you're talking about? The yeah, the percentage of men of who men. actually went to confession. Right. Yeah, uh, the attendance. I group. also was really curious what it what, what it was at the E6 men's conference that we were at. I know me because too. they had it going all day, day. long. Yeah, um, and there was like what t- about 1,200 guys there. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, roughly, yeah. And at one point, for a long time, there were nine priests going at at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean. At the Oklahoma men's conference, we had 26. Yeah, 26 priests there for an hour confession. and a half. Yeah, they were book it was solid. Awesome. An hour and a half, 26 priests, book solid. Yeah, so. Jason Everett uh, was there. Father Larry Richards, John Leonetti. Uh, what was the priest? Other priest name? Do you recall? I can't remember. Landry, I didn't get, Father Landry. Father Landry. I didn't get a chance to listen to his talk, but I didn't um, either. But the other three I did. We got a chance to interview them. Uh, the interviews are posted for all of our Patreon members. I've already done that. Check that off the box. Yeah, dude, I was really proud of you. Thank you. I worked like my, I worked my tail off last night to get it knocked out. Way to go, bro! Thank you, thank you. So yeah, so doing things early, quick, quickly, early, quickly, even. Yeah. So uh, it's if, a new deal this year. Yeah, new new, new thing. I'm trying. We out. got a new deal this year, guys. Yeah, we're gonna try. It's called responsibility. <laughs> we're gonna ch- try that. See if it works out. Who knows? I th- we'll, we'll see. Personally, I think it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you are interested in those interviews, you can go to patreon.com slash the Catholic Man Show. Uh, we have three tiers that you can donate to, the lowest being $4, the highest being 25 You can do less than that, can't you? You just don't get any benefits. Well, that's, that You can actually do as many, like, no gift is too much. That's right. Um, that's right. Or no, no gift is too low. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you want to hear... Unless, of course, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go contrary to what you just said. Okay. I would say, being the Catholic man show, mm-hmm. that we would say a gift is too much if 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 God is not calling you to give that much. Well, I would be so bold, sir. What if they, what if they're wanting to exemplify the virtue of magnificence? Right, but unless God is calling them to do that, right? You know what I mean? See, I guess I was presupposing caveat, that I was, I was presupposing that was already the case that you'd already gone through. Yeah, you okay. being prudent. That's an important presupposition. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so if you want to hear, we also posted a Father Dwight Longenecker's interview that we did, uh, Sister Bethany Madonna's interview that we did. I have a lot of other interviews. I still, that, I still love her. I that still uh, do. that we're going to be posting on there. So anyway, go check it out. All members who are uh, ten dollars or above, we send them these gla- this glass. Go to the Bev Cam real quick. The Catholic Man Show Glen Karen glass. Boom. You get it. Laser etched. I haven't mentioned this in a while. Yeah, this is important. Laser etched, that that logo, with lasers. With lasers. Laser etched. With lasers. Yeah. 
So that's very important. Which means you put it in the dishwasher. I put mine in the dishwasher all the time. Yeah. Because it's for dudes. I don't want to hand wash stuff. Uh, so today we're going to drink uh, Highland Park 12, the Viking Honor Edition. That's what it's called? The Viking Honor Edition? Yeah, that's yeah, the, awesome. Yes, it's it's pretty it's pretty epic. Uh, 12 year... We've never done a Highland Park on that, the episode, which I thought I found... That's weird, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Dave, why don't you tell them the three things that we do on the episode in the event we have a new listener? Okay. First, the three things we do every episode. One, we open, review, and enjoy a manly beverage. We're going to get to that pretty quickly. We do that to highlight the virtue of moderation, the virtue of temperance. We do it to promote authentic, holy leisure um, as a way of growing in fellowship with your brother next to you. Um, of course, we always talk about temperance, or we always uh, promote temperance. Whether We don't necessarily mention it on every episode, but it's something that we always seek to do and seek to promote. Um, you know, Temperance, moderation looks different for everybody, so know yourself. Know thyself, son. Yes, gentlemen, know thyself. The second thing we do is we highlight a man gear of some kind, dude stuff, awesome stuff, virtuous stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff that hopefully is going to help us get to heaven. Um, and then the last thing we do is we have a topic. We talk about a topic. Um, Today we're going to talk about sex. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited to talk about to talk about sex. Yeah, we're talking about natural family planning. Right. Uh, so it's going to be a sweet, sweet episode. Yeah. Um, so those are the three things we do. Let's let's get to it. Yeah, we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. So I printed off the notes, uh, the tasting notes. Do you want me to read them before, or do you want to give them and then let me tell you I, that you're wrong? I prefer for you to read them before, so that way I can pre- pretend to think like, yes, I agree. That's also what I'm getting. I would have said that anyway. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is from uh, mastersofmalt.com. That's a very big mm-hmm. whiskey uh, website. But uh, on the notes, it says fresh, clean, and very aromatic. Banana. Floral notes with the senses of light grassiness. Mm-hmm. Notes of grassiness. Is yeah. that like freshly mowed grassiness? I would assume. Uh, yeah, I mean, fresh or no, light grassiness. So I don't know if I, that's freshly mowed. I don't think that is freshly mowed grassiness. Maybe like four days old. And okay, anyway, just keep yeah. going. There's, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get uh, notes of creamy honey and a touch of juicy citrus with cream and a well-balanced sweetness. That's just on the nose. See, they left out banana. I'm just going to say that. Well, they said a touch of juicy citrus. I don't really count banana as a citrus. No. Is banana? Banana's not citrus. No. No. Uh, on the palate, it says rather full with a pleasant depth, lurking somewhere in the uh, substratum of grilled orange lies. Grilled orange? Yeah. Uh, notes of grainy toast and green tea with jasmine and a touch of sweetness. And then on the finish, quite long with peppery spice and wood shavings. Do you catch the wood shavings? You know, see, I really think they missed it there. It's clearly wood chips. It's not I, wood I, shavings. I, what, what about wood chunks? Uh, no, it's not that chunky. Oh, okay. It's uh, chips. Hmm. I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't... I'm surprised they missed that, you know? Dude, what shavings. Let me read this on the side of the box because I thought it was, it was pretty cool. Okay. It says, I'm a reflection of my ancestors and their values. I keep them close and continue to learn to pass on those values to future generations. My name is all I truly have. Let it be a, legend, a legacy of honor. It's kind of a cool... Yeah. Like, I could see that in a Braveheart movie. <laughs> like, right before they go into battle. Right. But... What are your thoughts on the whiskey? It's delicious. It is very good. 
I do. Yeah, it is peppery at the end. Uh, the taste has got a lot going on. Um, I'm not sure about the orange. Really, I'm not sure about most of the stuff they said. You know, once again, they say it, and then you think, oh, yeah, maybe that is in there. I do kind of get a little bit of the orange, but it's it's just very good. I like long finishes. Yeah. This it, has a long finish. It's 43% alcohol, so it's not a strong burn. Yeah. Uh, which is okay. also one of those things, if you're just getting into whiskey, if you're just trying whiskeys, uh, the low alcohol content ones are, are always the better ones. But that's not low alcohol content. Well, a lot of times... 40 is standard. I mean... Right, but, you know, the... Lef- uh, the, the the Laphroaigs are like 46 and 52. Cask oh, really? Strength. Yes, cask strength, I believe, is 52. Well, cask strength can be really strong. Right. So anyway, uh, but I, 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 it's a good sipping whiskey. Absolutely. How much? I don't remember how much it was. It was $50. It was a little bit. Oh, okay. So that's not bad. $49.99. Okay. Laphroaig is now $51. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot more expensive these days. I cry about it sometimes. But uh, this one is a very good, like, I, I would like to drink this one in, a, like, in the spring uh, because it has those, the, the fresh, like, citrus taste to it. And the grass. The grass. Don't forget about the grass. Right. What I was trying to think about is, <laughs> you know, they just said grassiness, but how tall is, how tall is the grass, you know? Like, mm. and are we talking alfalfa, mm. Bermuda? I don't know. Hey, how's uh, hard, hard to say because you know you get a thicker a thicker blade grass. It's obviously going to have a, a different smell, right? Ber- Bermuda, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Fescue. What what kind are we talking? Anyway, uh, how's the fam? Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's uh What's Elizabeth doing these days? You know what, dude? Um, it has been on like serious note. She has a blooming spirituality these days yeah you should tell yeah let's talk about this for a second because what is the group that, that, that she does where, where oh she, well she goes to catechesis of the good shepherd and i think that right. has a lot to do with it right. um the stuff that they talk about but also just some of the storybooks that we read um we've got the uh catholic treasure box books mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are all about saint therese and those stories have really she really took those to heart about pulling beads as making like whenever she does something nice mm-hmm. she'll do it as a gift to God. And so my, my wife made her like this 10 bead, beads on a string kind of that you can pull one to one, the other side is like, oh, that's a when gift. They do get, so it's, it's like a sticker, it's a, it's a sticker system, kind but, of, yeah. but instead of the sticker, she pulls the bead over and say, I did this for Jesus. Right. Yeah. Um, and she's always saying stuff like, I just want to give my whole body to Jesus, my whole body to God, which is just weird to, for a three-year-old to say, <laughs> like sometimes she'll say, Dad, do you want to be a saint with me? And it's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, actually, <laughs> wait, I do. Yeah, are you? Are we asking right now? Am like, I going with you, or are you going with me? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll go with you if that's what I can. I mean, like, hey, whatever it takes, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's that has been it's been really fun to watch. Yeah. It's because Pamela is so holy. That's really what it is. I mean. Well, it's it's how you've built the culture of. Right. Uh, I know, but she's the one who does it. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. So we're sitting here drinking a little bit of this uh, Highland Park 12-year. It's, it's very nice. When we get back, we're going to talk about uh, baby carriers. It's a great man yeah, carrier. How to dad. Yeah. So we'll be right back. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. Broadcasting this live right now on Facebook. If you didn't know that, we do that. And Twitter. And Twitter at the, today. 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 Not always. We don't always Not do always. Twitter. But today I've never watched anything live on Twitter. I think... You've mentioned that before. But it's... I guess it's good. I mean, I know it's Periscope. They've got this whole thing. I know. Right. Um, I'll have to try it. The truth is, I don't see anybody else ever do anything live on Twitter. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Catholic Answers does. They do? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Good. Okay, so... uh, Oh, can I give a shout-out? I forgot to do something last last segment. I will allow it. We were talking about Patreon, patreon.com, slash The Catholic Man Show. That's how you can support The Catholic Man Show. The $25 level... A month is called the friend tier. Friend tier. Sort of like frontier. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so uh, they get all the other perks, but they also get uh, one one time a month we interview one of those guests, one, one of those one of those supporters. It's at random, so we're not picking them. It's just going to be at random, and they get to either let us interview them, they interview us. We can talk about Catholic stuff. We can talk about whatever they want to talk about for uh, a decent amount of time. Yeah, uh, I'm also going to start giving a shout out to at least one guy on each episode. So, the first one is going to be Ba-ba-da-da. Michael Lyles. Lyles? Michael Lyles. Hmm. So, thank you to Michael. He should Boom. change the that first L to an N. It's spelled it's spelled differently. I'm just saying it sounds the same. It would be it would sound the same. Right. So, anyway, thanks for being a supporter, Michael. Yeah, thank you for for all your Mr. support. Mr. Lyles. Okay. So we got the man gear today is baby carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think this is a, an important topic for for guys because uh, let's just start off by by saying when I before I had a baby before I had any babies when I saw a guy with a carrier I was kind of like, huh, I don't know I don't know if I would want to do that. Yeah. Initially, that was just my, uh, being See, honest with you. I always go cut off sleeves. Oh, when I do the baby carrier, that's that's nice. Yeah, that way it's like, all right, well, he's still pretty tough. <laughs> but I mean, in all honesty, I was like, huh, I wonder why they're doing that. Like, why don't you just like hold the baby? You know, like. Oh, so that, it wasn't like you thought it was a a bad look. I just thought like it just didn't seem like. Why you don't went, you just you went through hold a lot it? of trouble to put that whole yeah to get put it up on. on? Yeah, why don't you just hold the baby? Yeah, and then you can put it down whenever you want. Like, I, it didn't make sense to me until yeah. I had a baby. And then I realized, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah. So the baby carrier is like Bluetooth, okay, because it's hands free, right? Yeah. And they're not going to squirm out. No. The thing about the baby carriers is that the babies love it. They yeah. love being in those things. Most of them, at least. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. In my experience, all of my kids, anyway, have loved being in the baby carrier, and they will fall asleep within minutes. I did not have that experience, but. Yeah, but, for, but you had like really easy kids. Well, it's because we're so holy. Yeah, that's. I told I get, you that. Already. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, so we're just and also I just father really well. You're, it's because of my fathering. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what? Which? What kind of? Before I, I I printed off a the five best baby carriers for fathers in 2019. Yeah. Off of uh, verywellfamily.com. Yeah. 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 Um, and I wanted to go over those because I think they give at least a couple of them because they give some pretty good insight. But okay. before I do. What's your what's your standard? Like, what are you looking for in a dad carrier? Okay, uh, I think you need one that can wear on the front or the back combo. Okay, that way you can do go either way. Because a lot of them only you can only work on the front. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it needs to be able to do infants and big kids. Not at the same time, but, you know. When you say big big kids, you mean like two I mean, and three-year-old? I mean year like old, a two-year-old. Two a two-year-old. I mean three-year-old. I wouldn't put once, my three-year-old. Once they're three, it's like, man, you got legs. Right. You can walk. Yeah. In fact, why don't you run? Yeah. In, they, in, they probably in any rather. direction. They'd, Pick, probably, they'd rather do that. Right, yeah. Yeah, but I think that it needs to be able to handle variety of size children and front or back. Okay. That's that that's what I think. I also think that whenever a lot of companies were were making the carriers, they weren't necessarily thinking of the 6 foot tall 200 pound man. When they didn't have them in mind. Yeah. They had the the mother in mind. Yeah. So I think it is important to make sure you try on the baby. This is a uh, an experienced father talking yeah. as far as with baby carriers. Like, try it on before you buy it. You should try it on. Make sure it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you want to go over these really fast? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the mo- they, they broke it down into five different categories. The, the first one is best overall. We're just going to start off with the, the best. Okay. Why um, not? Why not? Why not start at, at the best? Yeah. Uh, Moby Wrap Baby Carrier. The wrap, The huh? Moby Wrap. This is for men. This is for men. And I also... Because... That, the Moby Wrap was one that I thought was like... It, it looked like kind of like... Listen, that's, I'm, I'm that not, one's I'm for not, chicks. That's yeah, what I think of. It's, I know, and I, or and or hippies. Yeah, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but that's what I think. Anyway, but here's why it's very, it's very, it's very comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't matter what size you are because it adapts to mm-hmm. whichever and size. And you can wear them on this on the hip if you wanted to. If you want to, but that's 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 for women. Women guys don't do that. I mean, unless you have that that fake holster baby carrier. Yeah, that's it's not cool. real. It's yeah. not real. Right. But it could be. Yeah. I mean, unless you got something I, like I, that. I've done the I've done the Moby wrap before. Yeah. And it's pretty comfortable. Yeah. I'm sure it is. But um, it just it doesn't look very manly. The reason why the reason why yeah, you're right. It doesn't. No. Uh but the reason why But it, eventually when you dad, you get over it. Yeah, you, you just don't care anymore. Right. Uh you know, like it's like when you were in high school, you wanted to make sure you have the the perfect backpack, you know, the cool backpack. Sometimes yeah. they were the sling backpack, sometimes yeah. they were the Jan Sports. You know, yeah. uh, whatever it used they to were. be, it used to be one strap, one strap. Two, now, now it's two straps. You, 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 you like had them really low, and then you had them really high. I mean, you know, had, it was very important. And then when you got into college, you were like, I don't care. I just want it to be comfortable. Right. I'm wearing. Uh, I'm using both straps. Right. I'm walking uh, across this entire campus. Right. And, and the, the the bonus about the Moby Wrap is that there's no, you know, it's not actually straps, so it doesn't like. Sometimes if you wear those for a long time, it like kind of cuts into your hmm. your neck. Doesn't do that with Moby Wrap. I got traps for my for my straps, man. Oh, nice. Uh, best budget is the Boba Air baby carrier. Boba Air. I don't I, I don't know. It I've never like had a, it before. It looks like a huge grocery bag. Yeah, and I'll, I'll post this on our, our show notes so you can you can go through it. But okay. Uh, best moisture wicking. This looks like the one I have. Is this the Ergo? The Ergo. Yeah, we yeah. have we have this one. Yeah, you have the Ergo. I think. It seems like everybody I know has the Ergo. Yeah. And I think it was real popular for a while, and now there, I think a lot of a lot of new ones are out there. So maybe it's not the best one anymore. But I tell you, I'm a fan of the the Ergo. It's pretty basic, easy to use. Yeah, it doesn't. It it's it, got the you strap. You even have that, the one that's like the you know it's the the color can be neutral, so it doesn't look girly. Yeah, ours is like black and gray. Right. Uh, and it's got the strap that can if the kid is sleeping, not the strap, but like a hood that pops out. You know, oh to yeah, cover. mine has that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, they all have. I think they all have that. Uh, that is that is kind of nice because sometimes, especially when you're wearing them on your back, mm-hmm. if they fall asleep, 
their head is like flopping around. Or it's more of if you want them to go to sleep and you want them to stop being distracted. Because if you have the baby like right, if you have the baby like in the front, all they're doing is their head is kind of on a swivel right. looking around. I don't use it. I don't normally use it on the front because the, typically when I wear it on the front, it's with the newer, younger baby mm-hmm. and they're just going to go to sleep. But then when, by the time they're Dude, big enough to... Again, that's your babies. Dude, it's just like the sound of my heart. Yeah. And just, uh, it's it just, I just... I father, so you know what I'm saying? You father hard. That's what I'm doing. You father but hard. When you put them on the back. That, and should, the, that should be like a yeah. new t-shirt that we have. Father, father hard. Father hard. Yeah. The Catholic man show. Uh, but when you put, wear them on the back. No one else do that. Trademark. Do not do Trademark. that. Do not do that. That's, Trademark. I, I may do that. Um, their head will flop around. It's like they're just breaking their neck back there. And you're just <laughs> walking around. You might not even know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you put that thing on and it holds their head. It keeps the sun out of their eyes. Yeah. yeah again, I used it more. My, my boys did not fall asleep very well at all. They yeah. were all, always like looking around. They were always like trying, like stimulated, looking around. Yeah. Um, you put that thing on, they don't get to look at anything anymore. Right. It's like a blinders for the horse. Right. Uh, so the best multi position is the a bec. I'll let you say that. You're better at be, be, Beko, Beko, Solil. Solil. I don't know. Becco Salil baby carrier. It looks, it, you know what? It looks European. Don't get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was pretty good, Dave. Um, okay, and then the la- the last one is the best support, which I've never tried this one, but the Anya baby Outback. But it has the best support apparently. Is it Anya baby? Anya it, baby. That's Anya baby Anya right baby. there. Uh, but apparently it's really good for like hiking things like that. Like if you're going on trek, you know. Okay. Um, outdoors. Camping. I want to know, like, really, what's the, you know, okay, all of these that you mentioned, you could mm-hmm. go hiking with all of them, and I'll bet it would be about the same. This one has, the, the this last one, the Anya Baby Outback, has uh, a teething pad built onto the shoulder pads and on the corner so that the baby can be uh, can be chewing and teething. Hmm. Okay, that might, that might be kind of cool, I guess. I've never tried that before. You and didn't, you it didn't also mention support- any of the tactical ones, though. There's tactical baby carriers out there that are made of Kevlar and stuff. Yeah, that, those are really However, cool. However, you can't wear them. They don't go on the front or the back, the ones that I've seen. Hopefully, they have one. I've seen the ones that go on the front. Okay, well, there was the original. Well, yeah, they go on the front only. Oh. Um, the original one. Like, Juan has one that's tactical, but you can't wear it. You can't backpack Dude, version. Well, here's what we need to do. We need to have we need to get these and have you be the male model and take take I'll pictures. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll get my cutoffs out. I'm gonna cut, get you know, sleeveless shirts out. I mean, it'll be great. Okay, I will say in Rome, I took our oldest. We went to Rome when she was five months old, and I did this, and I thought this was gonna be hard, but it actually worked out great. I had I was wearing her on the front, and I had an actual backpack on the back, and I thought, man, this it is gonna bal- be this is gonna be a out? lot of weight. Yeah, but all of a sudden, I was like, oh. This is great. Yeah. It's even better because, yeah, it balanced on both sides. And so I wasn't having to, like, lean back or anything, you know? Nice. Yeah. So if you were, if you were think really about bothering, it. you'd have a kid on the front and a kid on the back. Well, that would ha- That's how you would do it. Yeah. I agree. It would be awesome. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about how you can have another kid. Or not. Or not. Whatever or, God wants. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. 
Sipping on a little bit of this Highland Park 12 year. My first time to try Highland Park. I like not even just on the show, but in general. I don't I've never had Highland Park. I don't know that I've had it, but I just can't imagine that I haven't had it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a staple. It's a it's a mainstream scotch. It's it's uh, it's, it's like d- one of those that everybody's had, it, isn't it? it? Right? Like well, I cannot. I I was shocked we haven't had it on the show. I think it's good. It is good. I I'm enjoying it. Let's, I'm gonna be honest with you. There are very few scotches that I do not think are good. That's yeah. Me too. Uh, above the like fifteen dollar range, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Don't just stay away from the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do know what you mean. I've made yeah. that mistake. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about NFP. We're going to talk about natural family planning. One exception. White Horse, when I used to be able to find that, it was on the bottom shelf. It was good. Teachers is also... Teachers is good. Is good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about NFP. NFP is not something that you normally hear on a man podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, more of a... It seems to be more of like a chick topic. Yeah. But it's definitely manly. Yeah. So let's well, talk about it. It is. Because um, it's about family. Right. And when you get married, you and your spouse are one. Okay, and I think one uh, mistake or one thing that men do wrong is they think about their wife's fertility apart from their own. Okay, you have a common fertility. You are, and especially we would tend to like, oh, she's fertile today. It's like, yeah, you jerk, you're fertile all the time. Okay, <laughs> it's like, and I've never been like, oh, I've never been. In my life expectancy. Some, I mean, some, especially when you practice NFP and you're, you know, it's all about fertility when awareness. I, when, I hear, when I know that she's fertile, I'm like, all right, let's go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm not in a negative stance I don't on think, fertility. I don't think most guys out there are, you know, trying to fill a bus. Like, like we like are. Like maybe we are. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Yeah, we're probably an anomaly. Let's see how fast I can out, uh, I can overcapacitate this van that I just bought. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Okay, Okay, anyway. So, natural natural family family planning. planning. Natural family planning is fertility awareness, essentially. Okay, it's uh, observing the uh, signs of a woman's fertility in order to determine whether or not she is fertile. Okay, and so, if you have that information, now you know, if we come together in a marital embrace, will a, is a pregnancy... A new baby, likely to be the result of this of, of this act of the marital of this union. act of love. So, of the, a marital union is it two components, right? It's the marital love and the unit of love, or the unit of love. I'm sorry, and the procreative love. Yeah, correct. You know, coming together as one. Mm-hmm. There's two aspects. You can't separate those. Can't separate those two things. You can't. God already has. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was talking about us. I wasn't talking right. about like yeah. We, God. we we don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. Um, so anyway, it's just, and it's, it's science. It's scientific. This is not the rhythm method. This is not looking at the calendar. To, it just gets a bad rap. Now, it gets a bad rap. But, if, you go to the, if you go to the CDC website, you cannot, it has a lot on NFP, natural family planning, but it is all lies. Everything yeah, on I, there, I went because the, they lump the rhythm method well, I went into, to the, like, healthcare... Uh, like, I typed in natural family planning today in, in Google, and, it, yeah. like, one of the first ones was, like, healthcare.gov yeah, or something yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly, yep. And I went there, and... That's it. And it was like, if you use this, one in four, like, 100 people... Out of 100 people, 25 get pregnant. In a year. In a year. Right, and that's because they lump the rhythm method 
into the natural family planning okay, category. So what is the, the rhythm, rhythm method is an old method from like the late 1800s that just said, all right, let's assume that every woman has the average, what, what is, was believed to be the average of a 28-day cycle. And so that means we just know if her cycle is 28 days, she's going to ovulate on day 12. So on day 15, uh, you know, you're no longer fertile or whatever the numbers, however the numbers work out. However, it turns out... Ovulate. Be too late. Right, exactly. That Come on, that was a good pun. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, I got it. I was I, I, I I'm way I, ahead of yeah, you. I'm way ahead of I you. I broke up your rhythm. Go ahead. So it turns out that maybe twenty eight days is the average, but only about twelve percent of women actually have a cycle that's twenty eight days long. Okay? Because um most women don't don't have that. There isn't necessarily a normal cycle mm-hmm. for a woman's fertility. Okay. So anyway, there are three major methods of natural <clears throat> natural family planning there is uh i'm gonna well there's the billings ovulation method mm-hmm. there is the couple to couple league uh, also called symptothermal method and then there is the creighton model <coughs> the creighton one is the is the charting is a full full-on blown up charting correct well they're all, they're all charting you chart on all of them you, that word charting is applies to all all, okay. all the methods. Okay, okay, so here's here's a little right. bit of the difference. I'm sorry. Um, the Billings, a woman observes her her uh, mucus throughout the day. Um, mucus. Yeah, mucus. A lot of people don't like that word. It's a, it's a terrible word. Mucus. It's a, I mean, like even if it meant something else, it would still sound gross. Okay, that's it's just. I don't know. I guess it was appropriately named because moist m- mucus like is not. Okay, let's keep it's going. It's not, not gross. Right. I mean, anyway, so uh, through her own observations, she's able to determine uh, her f- fertility cycle. Okay? the I would say, and this is just my own opinion, the Billings method is probably the easiest to use. Okay. So if you're looking for... What, is a, that, what, is it, what does it entail? Um, just uh, at the end of the day, you write down um, your most fertile sign. So um, stretchy is... When you're, when you're doing the characteristics of mucus, stretchy would be more fertile than um, tacky or no mucus at all. Um, and then there's also the sensation of just how she feels throughout the day apart from mucus. Okay. We don't need to get into exactly how it all works, okay? But it's just, it's <laughs> mucus only. Okay. It's couple to couple league, symptothermal, is mucus and temperature. So every morning when she wakes up, she needs to take her temperature about the same time every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that is a uh, that's what my wife and I you, use. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, because it does, you you can see the te- temperature spike whenever her ovulation occurs. Uh, it's not a very big spike, but it's about four tenths of a degree um, from her basal body temperature. This is all science that uh, is come about really in the 1900s. That's like where where she's in heat. Right. Yeah. Um, she will literally rip your face off. <laughs> That's a Dwight Schrute quote. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I wish. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 well, before we started this, I, I thought to myself, I got to limit the sex jokes. I have to limit the sex jokes. You have to have a couple, though, just to break the ice. Okay. There you go. There was one. There There's one. All right. Ding. Uh, so, I know, anyway, that's the one we used, and, and we really like it. It's also the most popular. Uh, I don't know if there's a reason for that. It just is. Maybe they have the best marketing. I don't know. Um, but I really like it uh, because it gives 
me as the man, I I do the interpreting of her charting. So she writes all the stuff down about mm-hmm. her body, and I can I interpret the chart. So it, it gives me something to do. It's uh, it's not just her doing it all and me asking her. You know, is it are we a green? Is it a green light or a red light tonight? You know, right? Uh, it's me being involved. So anyway, and then there's the Creighton model. So the Creighton model is uh, expanded billings model. Except it was, um, it's been standardized to um, help a woman definitively know maybe if something is off. Okay, so it's um, really designed for you to take this chart to a doctor, and he could look at your chart and say, oh, this is, you have this condition. And he could tell, he or she, the doctor could tell, just by looking at your chart, because it's not... It's not just, oh, the mucus was stretchy, it's how far did it stretch? So you're getting empirical data mm. about everything about you. Okay. Um, and so uh, Creighton is a great model, uh, but it's more con- it's probably more cumbersome to use just for the regular average person. However, if you are someone who has been trying to achieve pregnancy without success, it could be a really good model for you uh, because it also allows you to use NAPRO technology, um, which is a total game changer mm-hmm. for people who are trying to get pregnant you know what else is a total game changer hmm. saint gerard yeah dude uh he's a total you game don't changer. Mess around with him uh so when we first got married when Haley and i first got married uh we went to the doctor and they told us you're not gonna be able to have kids it's gonna be extremely hard for you you might as well go ahead and start looking at adoption or all of these other type of uh non-catholic ways of making a baby yeah and we said no no no, no. we just got married uh we'll pray about it and she kind of laughed at us. Like, the doctor kind of laughed at us. But You're so stupid. Yeah, it was fine. We didn't care. Uh, so, St. Gerard is the patron saint of expectant mothers. Yeah. And so, that day, uh, my wife and I left the fertility clinic, and we decided that that is going to be our patron saint of our family. And I think that that's a good thing to do is have a patron saint of your family. Totally. A, a saint that you can always call on within your family to pray for you. Yeah. So, we decided St. Gerard's going to be it. And we started praying. Uh, we pray, we still to this day, every night, have a, a prayer to St. Gerard that we pray together every every night before we go to bed. Um, and we have for the last uh, six years. Um, but six months after we started praying that, Luke 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 came into existence. So That's not natural it, family planning, though. That's supernatural family planning. Supernatural family yeah. planning. Yeah. Uh, but I think that we can't, we always overestimate the, the power or underestimate the power of prayer. Totally. Uh, you know, if, if all the time, if we want, if we have a desire to have children, uh, and God wants us to have a child, you need to ask, just ask, ask him. Yeah, yeah, because chances are he does. He's Ch- chances are he wants you to. He, he'll he'll probably answer that prayer. I mean, uh, we should time, we shouldn't just make right. it sound like that because there's a lot of people out there who pray for it all, all the time. The time. Yeah, and I, I and I understand that. It's a terrible that. cross that they that they bear. Sure, yeah, but, sure, sure, sure. Um, and we're still planning. If you haven't, if you're not praying about it. You should definitely you start and do it together definitely should be as a couple. It. Do it together as a couple. Yeah. I think that's in, that's important to yeah. do it. Um, and then you know we're all Haley and I are still going to adopt someday, God willing. Uh, so that's always a good option. Yeah, totally. Okay, so when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about birth control and then some of my feelings about blogs. Okay, cool. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Thank you.
Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Inahan. We're talking about NFP. We've got a lot of stuff that I want to cover before this episode is over, so let's just get right to it. All right. I was going to say congrats to the uh, Oklahoma State wrestling team for winning the Big 12 championship, but I'm not, oh. I won't say congratulations okay. to the big, to the OSU wet wrestling champion. Yeah, because I don't think we have time to congratulate them for winning the national championship. No, 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 no. Big 12 championship. Big 12 championship. Okay. Go well, ahead, we, we could congratulate them in advance for winning the national championship. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Go ahead. God willing. And he does. Because uh, John Smith is Catholic. Yes, that's right. And a good one. And a good one. Not just... Not just uh, keep his, his father in, in, in your purse. Okay. He's uh, uh, not well. Mm, mm. So. Okay. Um, birth control. The birth control pill. Uh, hormonal contraceptives. They're going to kill you. <laughs> I... I let me just get this out there. I do not recommend them for men. Okay, it does does not work that way. If you know, you dudes should not take these ever. Uh, but women also shouldn't take them for a number of reasons. Uh, the one good reason is that the World Health Organization, not exactly a uh, conservative organization, or Catholic, or Catholic at all, um, but they did put the hormonal contraceptive chemical. On the uh, carcinogen list, it's a schedule one, not schedule or, uh, one, not schedule one. It's a three, maybe schedule three. No, can't be schedule one. It's not up there with like yes, uh, halu- like yes, with meth and LSD. No, 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 and... no, 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 no. That's different. It's a uh, category one carcinogen. Uh, okay, maybe it's not category. Maybe category is the wrong word, but, but it's in the same class as nuclear radiation. Hmm. As far as um carcinogens go okay um they've done studies on this uh women who take the birth control pill before their first pregnancy so uh when a woman gets pregnant for the first time their breast tissue changes okay it matures um and so if you take the birth control pill before your breast tissue has matured your chances of getting of chance of getting breast cancer have now gone up by 80 percent wow so it's not that they're going up to 80 percent right but if you had a 10 percent chance now you have an 18% chance. However, they also found that women who are already in a high risk factor for getting breast cancer, 100% of them who took birth control before their preg- first pregnancy, 100% of them got breast cancer. So it is a serious deal. Um, do not, under any circumstances, put your teenage daughters on birth control. The doctor, or your wife. Or your wife. Um, but the doctor will tell you this is a good thing to do. Oh, it'll help with her acne. It'll help regulate her cycles. It'll, I mean, all this stuff. And morally... It's not immoral to put your your you know fifteen uh, year old daughter on birth control pill because for those reasons if you're taking it for something other than a contraceptive mm-hmm. it's not immoral for that reason but it's not good you shouldn't do it because it's terrible for a woman's body what the birth control pill does is it fa- it tricks the a woman's body into thinking that she's pregnant okay which is what stops her from ovulating um, but it also do- it also works in a couple other ways it thins out the endometrial lining of her uterus, preventing a... Because uh, the sometimes that first layer of defense, so to speak, it doesn't work, and ovulation still occurs. Um, and so fertilization could happen. And so it prevents that, now what is a person, from implanting into the uterus. So it creates a hostile environment in, in the womb. Um, and so that's why... Which breaks up the procreative... Well, that, it, that's why it becomes an abortifacient. 
Right. Um, and, and we talked about it, the the marital act being u- unitive and procreative. Yeah, right. Exactly. And exactly. when you break those two up, that's not good. So anyway, it is terrible um, for a, a woman's body. It also um, prevents her from going through a natural process of um, just these cycles, and it has a it has the effect of aging. Um, a woman's reproductive system hmm. at twice the rate. So, uh, you know, if a woman starts at 15 and takes the pill for 10 years, she's 25. She really has the the womb of a 35 year old. Okay, but at that point, let, let's talk about uh, NFP is not the Catholic version of birth control. No, it isn't because it's sort of like the difference. I like this analogy. Um, you could say like, "Or right, I'm going to get married. I don't want Uncle Bernie to come to the wedding." So you cannot invite Uncle Bernie. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just don't send him an invitation. But birth control would be like sending him an invitation, telling him you're not invited. Okay? Um, God made women fertile and infertile at certain times. So just because you have you come together and have sex at a time when she's not fertile, you're not doing it. You know, it's not like you're doing anything wrong. By having sex at that You're time. You're doing great things. Right. I mean, I don't know about you. I, mean, I was speaking from personal Because the experience. marital act is renewing your wedding vows. Okay. And so the, there's there's nothing the church says like, oh, no, you can't do that if it's uh, if it's infertile. Mm-hmm. Um, so birth control pill or condoms, any form of birth control is um, sterilizing what should be a fertile event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And using natural family planning is just saying, all right, now we know it's just bringing awareness we have more knowledge and now we can help discern okay because on the if you are saying all right we've discerned that it's best to avoid pregnancy right now we're gonna uh we're gonna abstain from the fertile times okay so that's okay because that becomes an act of love as well okay so let's talk about the the abstaining part because a lot of people say that abstaining is the is the tough part well sure uh which obviously it is somewhat tough but studies have shown that catholics who, who practice nfp have the best sex why is that because when you abstain for for a little bit, uh, you know, uh, when you get back together, it it's really it's like you don't appreciate like if we drank this this Highland Park twelve year every single day for for seven days that eighth day I'm not appreciating it as much right, but but, uh, but the studies have also shown that people who practice NFP actually have more sex. It's not only better they have more. Mm-hmm. Um, by a lot actually. Well, there goes my alcohol analogy. Right. Yes. <laughs> But, um, I mean, it's like if, if you fast for a day, or let's say you don't eat anything all day, and then come dinner, you're starving, and when you take a bite, don't, don't tell me it doesn't taste better right. uh, than it does otherwise. I mean, but, but, of course it's hard, but every sacrament that we have, is there's a symbol of death, right? The baptism, there's a symbol of death. Right, yeah. The Eucharist, the, the Holy Sacrifice of Matt, there's a symbol of death. Matrimony, there's a symbol of death. And that's like the dying to, of oneself for the good of the other person, like there, right. you know, it's no longer just me. It's it's us. It's not yeah. me and her. It's us together. Yeah. Now, I mean, just to be full disclosure, it is hard because in those moments when, if you decide, if you've discerned, now it's not the right time for us to get pregnant. Those moments when she's fertile, um, you will be literally more attracted to her. She will be more attracted to you. She will sure. actually look better. She will have more energy. Um, may probably be more flirtatious. Mm-hmm. She will have a uh. Uh, more blood flow, or like her, you know, like sure, but, this is the nature I mean, nature's way of promoting right but, but uh, pregnancy, just, right? But but I just want to say, like, yeah, it's going to be hard, but so what? 
Yeah, we're called to. That that's part of like uh, again, it's dying to self. It's it's picking up a cross. Right? There's a, everywhere. There's 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 crosses that you have to pick up and carry. Yeah. So I, let's just before we run out of time, I just want to address this because there's all these blogs out there who talk about. It's almost like oh, it's I'm a Catholic blogger and I'm gonna kind of be countercultural and bash NFP for a little bit and. They always make sure to, you know, very, be very clear that NFP is the only, you know, it's good. Uh, but the titles are like, why I hate NFP. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't think that they realize really what they're doing. Um, because when they talk about how, oh, NFP is so hard, like it's blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, difficult. And um, I didn't, I, I don't like to do it. All they're doing is giving glory to the birth control pill. Because what they're saying is that... Um, there's a there is an option that would be easy and maybe better. They're making the birth control pill sound better when they do this, okay? Hmm. I mean, imagine a world where the birth control pill didn't exist at all. Would anybody complain about N- NFP? No. I mean, this is just the way it is. Well, NFP is, is a beautiful thing. I mean, cuz well, I know, you- but I'm just saying like, yeah, it's hard. Right. Okay, yeah, I I get it. But if birth control pill if condoms didn't exist, if you know, none of it, if it was the only thing that was there, would anybody complain about it? No. I mean, just because like, oh, they would think this is great. Now we have information about her fertility. Like we know when we can, when we cannot, when we shouldn't. NFP is only good. There is nothing bad about it. Okay. Um, and if you behave in that way, all you're doing is honoring, even if subconsciously or indirectly, the birth control pill, and the other nefarious alternatives for avoiding pregnancy. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I mean, nobody complained about um, the lack of air travel before air travel existed. I I, I hope that makes sense to people. What I'm trying to say is that I don't think we're doing anybody a favor by putting down... Yeah, I mean, you have to talk about... We can about be the... honest that it's hard. Sorry, right. I know I keep cutting you off. No, but... no, I agree. You have to be honest that it's hard. I mean, that's what I was going to say is uh, we can be honest that uh, that it's hard, but but guess what? Uh, as men, when you enter into marriage, Ephesians 5 says that you're supposed to die like Christ died to, for the church. Right. So, it's, like, you're going into marriage knowing it's not going to be easy. Right. Yeah, I mean, women are the most beautiful thing on the planet. Right. I mean, even in, in Genesis, right? As soon as uh, God made Eve, what what was written? Alas, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Right, yeah. He's like, amazing. And then, like, what, what did Eve say? Nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah whatever. Nothing. So, but, I mean, obviously, the woman's body is amazing. Yeah, and you're married to this woman that you love. Right. And you're going to spend the rest of your life together. And, you know, you've got this sexual union uh, that, yeah, of course, it's, it's tough when you um, both discern that we're not going to do that. But you know what? It's up to you guys. And sometimes, sometimes discernments happen five minutes. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we we thought we had discerned not to have a baby, but maybe, maybe we're discerning differently. (laughs) And you know what? I think that's okay. Yeah. As long as you're doing it prudently. Right. Right. Uh, Had a little bit of Highland 12 part, uh, Highland Park 12 year, talked about baby carriage and NFP. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers to Jesus.